Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the Main and Hastings podcast. I'm Jamie Jusfer with Zach Menace, and we have a really special guest today. He is a local entrepreneur. He's the guy. He's down low, Doug. What's up, man? Not much, brother. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, right on, man. So uh, just to give some background to our listeners, um, down low chicken, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, yeah, we fry man. chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do fry that. chicken. How did you get started? Um, I started frying chicken about five and a half years ago at my old restaurant, Merchants. And uh, at the time, I couldn't get anywhere that did good fried chicken by the time I finished work, other than Duffins for the free two. Um, so we just started frying chicken, uh, and we started doing it Friday and Saturday night as like a late night uh, only thing. Um, after about six months, uh, we would be running up to an hour wait time for the chicken. We'd have a lineup sometimes. And one of our competitors on the block was kind enough to call the fire department and let them know that we were uh, not frying legally. Oh, nice. Yeah. What nice guys. It was, it, it, you know what? I actually look back on it as a fortunate thing because it pushed me to end up doing download the way that we did. So where was okay. the, where was Merchants? Uh, commercial and Gravely. So uh, about that's up near First Ave, kind of. Yeah, eight yeah. blocks, eight blocks north of where we are now, or okay. south of where we are now. Um, yeah, it was a great first restaurant to be a part of, and yeah. it was fun frying chicken there. We ended up shifting it to Sunday nights because we found less inspections happened then, and we still fried chicken for the next couple of years until we opened up Downlow. That's fire, dude. I love that. It's deadly. So how did the transition to Downlow, like... It's out, outlaw chicken fryer. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, sick. I, I mean, and who makes that call? Hey, man, this guy's frying chicken. Yeah, it's what? Like, and then who, the guy on the other end of the phone is like, yeah, it's good. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it was so much like that. I think it was like, hey, what you're doing is wrong. And I had to explain this to somebody else, the guy who owned the spot at the time. And I guess his cook looked at the fire department and said, well, the other guys are doing it. And I'm like, that's uh, still yeah, ratting yeah. somebody out. Yeah, I hate cool. that. Yeah, it's for sure. Fuck that. And uh, and that's kind of where the name came from. We were like, oh, man, we should have kept that shit more on the download. I was going to ask you okay. the way the name. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a fucking story, bro. Oh, that's um, cool. So that's how you got the name Download Chicken. Yeah. And then we figured so long as we didn't. Like, that's exciting. When we. We opened the restaurant so long as we didn't just kind of sit in the middle the name would be pertinent because if we hit and it got busy oh we should have kept that shit on the down low and if we didn't it's because we're keeping it on the down low so as long as we just didn't have this middling business we would be set yeah right Fuck, that's cool. That's I mean, great, dude. And it's delicious. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't I tried Downlow, tell you. get in that lineup right now. It I, is insane. I've actually had never heard of it and uh Zach, was, Zach one day was like, hey, man, I'm in fucking, uh, I'm in East Van. You want me to grab Download? And I'm like, uh, grab what? And he's like, you haven't heard of Download Chicken? I'm yeah. like, no. Nah. He's like, what the fuck, dude? I'm about to change your life. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, was okay, insane. let's fucking do it. And he brought over the Download Chicken. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I believe I brought you the jerk one. The jerk yeah, was the first man. one. Oh, so good. And, uh, yeah, straight to the thighs, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug, you told me a story when we first met about where the jerk the seasoning and stuff came from. You got stories for where all, every single one of your like flavors comes from and shit. Every yeah, everything is like m meant to be something from not necessarily my childhood, but something that I gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. So, um, one of the first spices that we did that sat outside the Nashville hot scale was jerk, and 
what had happened was we opened in June and in September of 2018, I had to fly back to Toronto to look after my mom. And when I grew up in Toronto and I was a entrepreneur in high school, uh, making money on my hustle, I would always get jerk chicken on cocoa bun at this spot called Alwyn's. And you know when you go to revisit the shit from your childhood, the playground's not as big, the movie's right, not yeah, as yeah, good, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. The chef from Alwyn's had left and opened up a spot called Roywood's. And I went and I got the sandwich. And this sandwich was just as good, if not better. It almost brought a tear to my eyes. So I called my wife and I'm like, listen, I'm coming. As soon as I come home, I'm making the fried chicken version of this sandwich. Yeah. And that's where the jerk seasoning dust came from. And that's where the sandwich came from. Oh, sick. So well, that's cool. Yeah, where, where, what area in Toronto is this again? I remember I, it being close to where I grew up. I was the border of North York and Scarborough, uh, like kind of uh, York Mills, Don Mills, Victoria Park, Eglinton, and then yeah. I went to school at Don Mills Collegiate with all the kids from Flemington Park. Yeah, it's sort of been the Eglinton area. Um, that's awesome, man. That's such a great story. Yeah, yeah that's cool. And uh, so, okay, so that was I was going to ask you if you grew up here, but you didn't. You grew up in Toronto. Grew up in Toronto. Yeah, how long have you been out here for? Uh, on and off, uh, well, since 2010, but I was also out here for a couple years in 2005. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, so you've been here for a minute. What yeah. made you want to pop off in Van as opposed to Toronto or as opposed to any other city? In terms of, like, chicken or in terms of restaurant ownership? Or? Well, I mean, you're here, you're, you're killing it, whatever. Download Chicken's a staple in the community now. Like, what? why Vancouver? So I moved out here twice following love. Um, <laughs> Jamie's nodding his head. Like, yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. now, now married to somebody different who's from BC, who's absolutely incredible. Okay, good. Um, but uh, basically moved out here. Got a pit bull, which is one thing that I can't take to Ontario or to Manitoba, and then bought a restaurant. So now I'm out here, and I love it out here. It's I love the West Coast. It's even though I was born in Winnipeg, raised in Toronto, I've always felt like I belonged out here. Awesome. Yeah. Not so much into the rat race of Toronto, and Winnipeg sucks. Other than the two weeks of spring and the two weeks of fall. Yeah. yeah. Right. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. I mean, summer is ridiculously hot and full of mosquitoes, yeah. and winter is extremely cold. I noticed that about it. when I was in Manitoba. The mosquitoes well, the are mosquitoes, insane. Mosquitoes, it's, it's the national, it's the provincial bird. That's that, <laughs> that's legit the saying. Jamie's got it right. That's that's legit the saying. Yeah, it's Dude, fucking for I, real. I drove from Toronto to Calgary one time, and I remember it's like. Oh, man, every province is like a chapter, right? And, like, Ontario's real nice, like, lake country and all that. And then, yeah, yeah you get into Manitoba, and it's like, uh-oh, and you can start to feel, like, the Jurassic Parkness of the large fucking mosquitoes around and shit. And then you come through <laughs> Saskatchewan. It's like this, once you come out of the jungle of Manitoba into Saskatchewan, it's like this holocaust of dead bugs on your fucking windshield, dude. And it's like, oh, just, yeah. oh, it's crazy. And well, you, you just watch your dog run away from you for, for fucking days. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that one, too, in Saskatchewan. Well, and you know what's crazy? Um, what, one thing that I've notice for sure about um like winnipeg for example is i mean as much of an armpit that the city is um <laughs> and, the, and the weather is it breeds amazing people and the paint the yeah. culture and the art scene the, the, in winnipeg the, is crazy. yeah the culture the art the people um all that stuff is amazing like uh, i know some of the best humans i know are from out there well, there's you know. not a lot else to do other than work on your self-character and your, yeah. your, your art. Fair enough. Yeah, no yeah. shit, eh? And, um, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I remember one time I was riding um, with my friends. Um, we were riding cross-country, and 
I believe I believe we're in Manitoba around Brandon area. Yeah. And oh, um, Brandon. And there was uh, it was like locust season. Yeah. I guess there's a locust season <laughs> oh, yeah. out there. And they were on the road and all, everywhere so bad. They were pelting us and they were all over the road so bad that the, that when you're running over, you're making them slimy. Oh. So it's making the road slippery. And it, like, so was it legit dangerous? It was legitimately dangerous <laughs> because of locust season. It's biblical. I mean, it's fucking, the shit is weird, man. It's I don't really like, understand it. So just north of Winnipeg is a city called Gimli, which has the second largest Icelandic population in the world next to Iceland. Icelandic? Yeah. Okay. 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 And I'm with you. They have uh, a festival every year. And so one year I was dating the woman who was the princess of the parade Roll up. The Icelandic princess. Yeah. Okay. I'm like the shortest guy there by like six inches. Everybody's fucking huge. I'm surrounded (laughs) by Vikings. Yeah. And as we're pulling out, the locusts swarm in and there's the one uh, gas station and there's no lights on around it. So the gas station, biblical is the word, it's fucking covered because they're all swarming towards the lights. It must have felt felt fucking eerie or scary. It's weird, It man. was a trip. It's <laughs> weird. Um, you mentioned Brandon. The one thing I remember from Brandon, Manitoba, is they have, in this one spot, I remember staying there for, they have a hotel, a strip club, a, a family restaurant, and a karaoke bar, all in the same building. Everything you need. I couldn't, I was like, <laughs> this, about right. I remember I pulled up to it, I was like, I, I mean, we found our spot. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Awesome, dude. Get some chicken fingers, sing some songs, go see, you know what I mean? That was great. Did it have fun for the whole family? Yeah. As, like, the tagline? Yeah, like, like, yeah, exactly. Like, the dad, after a long drive, yeah. to go do his thing with the kids and whatever, and sneak out down to the street. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, this is perfect. Just well, going for a walk. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, this too, is, need. is uh, with, the, um, with you saying that everybody was, like, six inches taller than you, when we were setting up for the podcast... Uh, Miguel was saying how tall you are. So I'm like making James set up your mic boom all real high and everything. And uh, you're an average height guy. Yeah. You're not like this giant dude, but. I appreciate Mi- it. It might be the first time somebody's called me tall in a long time. Well, <laughs> I'm just a really small dude. That's true. Miguel is a small dude. So <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. I'm sitting here and when you walked in, I'm like. I'm expecting this fucking Icelandic Viking. Did you not? I thought you guys were joking the whole time when I I was out of the room, and then when I came in and I heard you guys were talking about tall, I was like, ah, Doug tall. And then, was, and then you guys kind of kept going with it and stuff, and I, I don't know, I never really you thought we were kidding. It. Yeah, or something. I well, guess. I, I mean, I hadn't met Doug before today, so I was only going on the word of uh, Miguel over here. Who thinks that everyone is tall? I now know. Oh man, I'm tweeting this out as soon as we finish. I got called today. This is like this is a banner day for me. Yeah. Do you use Twitter? Uh, no, I don't think I'm. Uh, I don't think I'm old enough for Twitter. Yeah, th- right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, yeah. what, what would you? What's your? What's your platform of choice? Gram all day. Oh, okay. Word, yeah, word, yeah, word, word. Instagram. Yeah, I find I can do everything on Instagram other than a shitty lip sync dance, which is really not my jam anyway. <laughs> yeah. So right, yeah. I skip the TikTok. You know, yeah, if, oh, for a while the t- we talked about TikTok with Lurk, and Lurk had some really good points about TikTok and how it's like it's it's definitely like a generational gap thing. Because I could never see myself enjoying TikTok. But he also thought that it was helpful for the art community, TikTok. Well, he didn't know how the art community was going to get into TikTok, I thought was his thought, right? I I thought he was saying that the people were doing, like, like sped up, like, 
um, like a time lapse painting. And stuff oh, for sure. It. Yeah, it's. I guess. I guess there's some aspects that he was don't argue with was me. good for it. But all right, all right. <laughs> I just can't. I don't know. I can't, I don't remember exactly what happened. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the TikTok is. Uh, but yeah, TikToks. I find it annoying. I don't really get it. I yeah, mean, I find it annoying too. I don't really. I, understand, I don't really understand it. I downloaded it. I think I grabbed the DL chicken handle, and that's as far as I went with so it. So you got to do that. Though, yeah. Right. You have to do that. You have, yeah. to, you have to protect every time something new comes out, just in case it is the one that hits. You want to make sure. Speaking of which, uh, download it right now, Mix, and uh, put main, make a main and Hastings one just be, so that when this yeah. goes out, someone doesn't jack We're it. We're small business. Yes. <laughs> this is us. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure if we're recording for like, what, 45 minutes, that's like... 90 TikTok contents, isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of TikTok content. Yeah. It is. Um, and uh, as long as we don't have to do a choreographed dance, I just. I, oh, I you didn't know? That's that's the next part of the. Oh, podcast. it's part of the podcast yeah. game. I just meant for TikTok. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Fire away. Um, have you ever had any kind of um, ghost experience? Any kind of. Uh, any kind of um, like supernatural supernatural experience, experience of any kind, uh, like stoned. Yeah, yeah. Just like so, like nothing. I've, I've second guessed myself, but nothing else. No, no, nothing like where you've been like, okay, I got a fucking story for you. Nothing no. like that. No, really. Yeah. Okay. We generally try and ask each one of our guests if they have like a UFO or story, ghost story or anything like that. Now I could have sworn I seen a UFO, but once again, I may have been stoned. So okay. Okay. tell us that story. Tell us that story. Uh, it would have been up north in Ontario. Hold on, I'm glad Miguel's on this because I got to talk to you about alien shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's not a big story. It's just like a thing that kind of flew over here and then made a couple sudden movements and then flew away. Well, that's cool. And yeah. you've seen it. Yeah, but like not up close. It was just it was a light in the sky, something that looked like. I would say it's bigger than a shooting star, smaller than an airplane kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, but it just moved not the way in my head things are supposed well, to like move. Well, like a black object, a light? A no, it was a light. A like light. It was, yeah, it was like a light up in the sky. And it was just like, it was kind of flying. It looked like it was normal. And then it just wasn't normal. And then you were saying you're stoned, like you're, you're high, yeah, like smoked weed. Yeah. But see, but that's not going to be cause odd, like visual hallucinations. I've or never been like the that. person who thinks weed is a hallucinogenic. Like I wasn't that until guy, that so. moment. Well, you're like, oh, maybe I'm <laughs> but, a little too high. But also, that is the only <laughs> moment where I could ever say that was that was a potential. Right. Okay. Well, I, I actually think it. it was for sure an alien. Personally. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I definitely believe believe in aliens and whatnot. Yeah. But but Miguel recently put us onto this documentary called uh, the uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Yeah. Um, and it's by this doctor named Stephen Greer. Who's like he's like he's Holy like a shit is what he is. Yeah, I mean his. I mean Miguel, Miguel. Like I woke up this like that morning. You got me so stoked to watch that fucking documentary. I was like, oh, this is gonna be some new shit. It came out in 2020 and whatever. All these documentaries really are are compilation videos of the best cell phone footage that exists in the world. And guys who like sit there and say to themselves like, yeah, I spoke with someone and be like, can you say who? No. Turn up your <laughs> That's turn, all turn up your volume, Miguel, because. We got a, we got a little bone to pick with you here. Okay, because fine, fine, because fine, that fine. fucking Maybe thing that was, thing was shit, yeah. buddy. Really? And it was I'll say I'll say it was interesting. Like I won't say it was. It was boring. not interesting. Like, it was boring. I wa I watched it in the sense that it was like it was. I hate watched it. I was like this is so stupid. But I, I wanted to watch the whole thing because they had some pretty good footage and examples of like aliens and shit. But they just didn't explain shit. I could go and watch that on YouTube at any point. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like all of those YouTube videos, like in all those holes that you get into, made into like a big production film. Yeah, basically. yeah, I know. I so actually you, have so one friend who you can follow on Facebook. He'll just he he's like an aggregator. He's like the Buzzfeed of that shit. He just okay. posts all the different conspiracies all the That's time. To him, so you oh, never really? have to you never have to look too far. I love so that. So he he's a he's a perpetrator of them. Oh yeah, but like all of them, man. You want to talk about five G lizard people, like Word all up. the stuff. <laughs> he, can, he can fill you in on the gay every, frogs. Oh all yeah, that. all the different theories. Uh, he knows them all. See, that's the weird thing. It's weird how conspiracy theories have become like it's you are a conspiracy theorist. And then I feel like there's this pressure that no matter what comes out now, like if someone says this is a conspiracy theory, and then there's all these guys out there like, all right, I guess I got to read up about this one. I'm in on this one now. <laughs> right. I think you're on the team. Like, it seems like. Well, I mean, OK, but that let's talk about that Greer guy, the Dr. Greer. Yeah, he's OK. I'll tell you what about I think it was probably about 10 minutes into it. He fucking lost me and he lost me quick when he said guys at the Pentagon told me that uh oh, fuck what did he say the guys at the pentagon told me that um that aliens somehow telepathically told them that um not to launch nuclear weapons but if they do <laughs> that they have the capability to stop them mid-flight and and uh, whatever and and he goes down this and this fucking Greer guy <laughs> says that these Pentagon guys told him this and he believed it and it was like okay man that like as soon as he pulled that one out of his ass I'm like I am out of here yeah yeah hundred percent this guy's fucking stupid yeah the bullshit yeah. meter was like at a really really high point so Miguel he we have this group chat and Miguel just like blew us all up this one morning he's like yeah. this documentary is fucking crazy I haven't finished the whole thing I watched half of it but it's fucking nuts you guys have to see this oh my god. <laughs> And then, like, I was like, I got so amped. I watched the guy's documentary before that. I watched the time where he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. And I got myself real ready to watch I didn't even this do shit. All that. And it was garbage. I didn't even do all that. I, I got onto it because my friends that I had, like, a like what we thought was a, a UFO sighting uh -huh. um, experience with. Which is now suspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not have been on acid, but I, we all collectively swore that we saw. Uh, may if you're on acid, I don't may or may it. not have been if on you're acid. On acid, I don't believe it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I just can't subscribe to that story. It's a great story, I'll bet, but it's just oh. probably. Not. Yeah, like acid stories are great. I see it's, lots of things. It's just a moment we'll, we'll always. You'll, I guess yeah, I guess we'll never know, <laughs> <laughs> or we will always know. <laughs> right, yes, or we'll yeah. always I know. Guess so. I guess so. Um, oh man! So yeah, we got. Have you seen any of the the, the Dunk Isaac stuff that we've that we've dropped recently, man? I have. I saw the new logo. That's. That's nice. Thank I you, like man. that a lot. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. We got the, the homie Derek uh, whipped that up for us, as well as the Grail Aureus logo and stuff. We got some more shows. that We need some Disrespect stuff coming out. Um, I heard about Disrespect. Yes. Yeah, so you will be visited on Disrespect. I'm super stoked on that. Super keen on that. It's a cool yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Are you, you're, and you're a, you're a smoker, right? I smoke. Yeah, so you can, yeah. You can partake well, a little bit. Actually, you can have some fun. No, I go to the store right across the street from DL, and I pick up the vape pen there. Oh, oh nice. yeah, word, word, word. So you're, you're vaping, you're vaping, yeah, you're vaping. Perfect, perfect. Um, what, uh, what kind of shoes are you into nowadays? Sneakers is a hot topic for us. I have and probably always will covet a very specific era of the Nike Air products, okay. um, which is that Jordan 3 through 6 era. Nice. Because when I came up, uh, my earliest memory uh, of sneakers is uh, a 3 and seeing the air bubble inside a 3. Okay. And so for me, it's not that I, like, I don't want to disrespect the ones or any of the other classics, sure, yeah. the nines, the elevens, like, it's just for me, the air bubble has always been something that I coveted. 
Um, and as a result, the Air Max 90s do well. They hit hard with me pretty well. So, nice. Yeah. Man, another, another 90s guy. Yeah. Everyone loves them. Freehand Profit. Yeah, everyone loves them now. Yeah. It seems like everybody's a 90s guy. I really like, I re- I've always really liked 90s. I think that, like, when everybody was wearing um, the um, Uptowns, like uh, Air Force One, while white, mm-hmm. when everybody was wearing those. Like early I was 2000s, wearing, you mean? Like when yeah. they were rap songs and shit? Yeah, I was wearing all white 90s. Yeah. You know, Air, uh, Air Max 90s, all white. That Word. was my thing. Word. Um, like, even, like, back when I was, like, playing music and stuff, that was what I was searching out. It was the Air Max 90, all white. Word. And, uh, I mean, I like the Air Force One, all white. I mean, it's a staple shoe. It's, it's a good shoe, obviously. But, uh, but yeah, the 90, man. And But now I'm, I'm finding myself drawn more towards the Air Max 1. Yeah. Yeah, like, I really love the one. It's more comfortable, I find. It's not as narrow, you know, the, as the 90. I'm a wide foot guy. I feel that. Yeah. That's so the other reason why I think I like 3 through 5 is because of how wide they yeah. are. The one yes. is definitely a lifestyle shoe. Well, the 90, like, looks so much more mechanical. More I tech. Wanna say tech. Tech yeah. is the word to you yeah. describe. Yeah, totally. Way more panels and stuff. Well, like, ones, even, like, the Lazy Susans and the Pars and, like, even the, the types of shoes that they try and release with, with ones, they always... They're always more, like, fabric-heavy and, like, are more... They're, like, just more of a lifestyle shoe, something comfortable and chilling with. Well, it always looks like you're going to go run or spring into action with 90s or, like, or fucking transform into something. Yeah, but I've always liked that 90s whenever somebody else gets their hands on them. They tend to play around with different textiles. Like, the the Desert Ore Off-White 90 is one of my favorite shoes from the Off-White 10 collection. I know that's a bit of a hot take. You know what? I I like it because of the colorway, because of the different materials on it. Yeah. Swap in the blue laces. Yeah, that nice nice light blue. Really nice. I actually like this. I've never owned that sneaker, oddly enough. I had the white ones, the white 90s, and I have the black. I wear them a lot. But I never had the desert one. You have the desert one? Yep. Which yeah. ones are we talking about right now? The Air Max, the Air Max ninety off white. Oh, the blaze, the uh, not the blaze, the Air Max, the, the, the desert or one where it's yeah. got the orange check mark and it's more like brown. It's around a the brownie body. sort of yeah. orange yeah. color, and they I come with one. a light blue lace. I know, and yeah, you own the black ones I, and the white. But That's I sold right. the white, but I still have the black, and I wear the black a lot. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're on yeah. the same page. Yeah, but the but the ones he's talking about, they're nice. I've never had them, but they're nice. Oh, shit, I can't get any... No signal. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. I know what you're talking about. I got yeah. it in my head now. I know. Yeah. Um, and uh, do, you, do you like the other off-white stuff? or? Uh, I love their clothing. I buy a lot of it because I find that where some other hype brands, they're hype because of the, the uh, rarity or because of how much heat they bring. With the off-white clothing, I find that it tends to be of higher quality. You know what? I agree with you, and I wear off-white as far as... When it comes to clothing too, because I'm a big guy too, they make some generously sized stuff. Yeah, what are, they're one of the only ones that are really. They're the only one that, that I found. Louis Vuitton sometimes come out with some some big stuff occasionally. Yeah. But um, but consistently, you can go into the off white store and you'll find something that fits you. Word. Yeah, which is nice for for me especially. I mean, I'm fucking. Yeah, for any our, dude. so for any of our listeners out there looking for looking to be hypey, but also you know have a, have trouble finding fitness, then then there you go. If you're a big dude, yeah, for sure. And uh, and and like you said, Doug, the fucking quality is you know second to none. Yeah, 
Really nice it's shit. Like the, the first time I put on an off-white hoodie and I felt those the, the lace ties. Yeah, oh, the lace rubber. Ties. Yeah. Fucking right. That's what I remember. I talk about. I talk this. Talk about this with Jamie all the time, man. It's like that is literally the point to which you can tell if someone cared about what they were making. Yeah. Because it's like I've have so many hoodies that are like, ooh, nice gussets and like sick pockets and like embroidery or whatever, and it's like these bullshit little fucking plastic tabs, and they like it just I, it bothers the shit out of me. For yeah. so like, why'd you stop there? Yeah. It would have cost you do nothing. Basically, like, look how much money you put into this thing off-white is so good at, at creating full package like the whatever piece that they make from beginning to end is so dope you can tell yeah. it's built with intent yeah yeah but then i got the underground off-white collab hoodie it's got two on both sides so it's got double the amount of heavy like oh, yeah. tabs on it that didn't make it twice as good. More <laughs> shit swinging around almost hit me in the face. But you know, it didn't make it twice as good. Off-white represents a very new age in, in streetwear and collecting and stuff, though. You're sitting here wearing a Billionaire's Boys Club sweater that looks to be pretty vintage. Yeah. It's got to be like, oh, two type thing. Uh, knowing Shimmy, something like that. I oh, think you oh Shimmy? Shimmy? I got a Billionaire Boys Club jacket yeah. from Shimmy. These guys got it for me as a gift. From Shimmy, and it actually fits me, yeah. and I love it. Shouts the yeah. fuck out, Shimmy and Goat Girl. Shimmy, Let's Shimmy, go, Shimmy, man. Yeah, for sure. That's I, awesome. I'm so happy to hear that you deal with Shimmy, bro. I when I first moved to Vancouver, I was it was Bape and Supreme, and everything was super hype at that time. And I was just like searching hashtags on Instagram, looking for stuff to do. Right, cause I was so bored here, and I found his page. He had some 200 followers with some of the most rare Bape that I had ever seen. Couldn't believe that it was like within an arm's reach. Like I could go look at this in person. And then since then, I've just seen him blow up. I'm so happy. He's done shit with, like, Lil Yachty and, like, a bunch of other, like, famous rappers. He meets up with them beforehand and gets them all decked out. Sick. And he's, like, he's always got cool stuff. And if he knows what you're into, he'll search it out for you. So he knows that I love Bape and I love Cause. So whenever there's collab stuff, he'll hit me up. So I get, I've got some so cool stuff. So we're fighting about Bape. Cause stuff. I didn't know that you were the other guy. I'm uh, <laughs> as, as long as he's not playing us off each other for yeah, the price, no, I'm yeah, okay with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Me too. I should actually text. Send me screenshots next time you deal with something. I will. Now, right? I will. Cool. Let's do it. Do you have that cause nylon jacket? That one. Uh, it's black. Uh, is it Jordan? Jordan cause? Yeah, the Jordan cause one. Yeah. yeah. No. You the bomber jacket. Yeah, I was thinking about getting it. I saw they had it in a double X, but I don't know if it's true to size or not. And I'm more like a triple, so. I, I don't know. So I thought I they did triple X of that. No, well, I'm not on stock X. Oh, uh, then they definitely didn't. Stock X only goes to double XL on anything. You so. should ask Merck because he had one. See how it fits. Oh, okay. Right. Good call. I will ask Merck. Yeah. Is that Mercules? Yeah. 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 He's a good homie of ours. My buddy did. He did a music video recently with like splayed out lamb chops. Oh yeah. That, that came out maybe three or four months ago. Okay. My buddy, who's a chef in town, did all the butchery on the lamb for him. Oh, oh sick. sick. <laughs> so that's Isn't my that weird the... my weird roundabout way. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, you know what, when he's in town, we gotta take him to down low. Yeah, 100% we will. Mine. Fucking right we will. Yeah. We'll bring Mercules down for sure. I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so what other shoes are you into nowadays? What other things are you looking into, looking, uh, following? I'm contemplating getting my first pair of Yeezys. I don't know how I feel about that still. I feel like because I've waited so long, I shouldn't. I'm on your side. Um, but uh, otherwise, mainly for work, I wear Ultra Boost because I'm on my feet 12, 14 hours at a time. Well, that's the thing about Yeezys, man. <sighs> Clouds. I have put them on before, and it is like, it's just undeniably like, whoa, I can't believe this is a shoe. Like, yeah, but because I wear just regular Ultra Boost so frequently, my feet have gotten 
10 ply. They're a little soft. So when I go to squeeze into like an actual other shoe yeah. and then it's like two hours later, I'm like, oh, my feet are starting to hurt. And then I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. I'm, I'll I'm with the it. same way, man. It's fucking brutal. And, but I got into Yeezys for, for a while. I was getting a little crazy with it. And then I just started getting annoyed with all the colorways being, you know, just so similar and that being the only thing that was changing. And the reflective thing kind of got annoying, eh? Yeah, and the reflective thing got annoying. All this, you know, reflective, non-reflective fucking and just stupid pricing and all this stuff. But um, I've got about, I'd say about six pairs. And um, I, I mean, when I do wear them, I'm like, oh, yeah. It's a jam? Oh, yeah. so good. I mean, the upper is like a sock. And then the boost, like, it's, <laughs> like, come on. I mean, and that's the nice thing about them too that I like is I'll wear them without socks when it's warm. Yep. You know, and just throw them on, and it's not like it gets all sweaty and gross because it's that knit upper. Yep. Mm. So it's just nice, man. But what to what you said about the colorways, my buddy sent me a fake colorway, like as a joke, and I'm like, yeah, those look good. I mean. I might you don't, you cap them if they could and he's just like that's not even a real colorway I'm like yeah I had no clue yeah you can't tell between it's, fact or fiction so many have come out yeah, now, it's, right? still, it's still pastel like yeah pink and blue yeah. Like, it's, yeah it's crazy the whole colorway thing is ridiculous with those mm -hmm. things but um, I mean so much rumor about people trying to put it in the universe with Nike bringing back the original ones and twos um, and you know he did that interview with GQ and said that he wouldn't mind if Nike brought them back but oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, he did an interview with GQ. He said he wouldn't mind if Nike brought back the original Yeezys um, and re retroed them. Yeah. And um, but the problem is, is because Adidas has Yeezy, they wouldn't be able to call them Yeezys. So what do you call them, right? I mean, you can yeah. just call them Red Octobers, Solars. But yeah, you that, can just call them what the what the community ended up deeming them as. Yeah, right? you could do that. But who would own the patent on the Y? Like, it, you know, he's got that kind of elephant-looking print that's all made up of Ys. That's on the easy ones and twos. Oh yeah, You're but it's not on the new right. ones, is it? Well, it's no, it's not on the Adidas. It's, on it's on the just a matter ones. of whether that sits under the the Yeezy trademark right. or not. But I mean, it is a lot. I mean, part of what I mean when he said he wouldn't mind if they did it, he was probably thinking to himself because I'll get paid. Oh yeah, he wants that. He wants you to know? be that billionaire. He wants to hit the B club. Or did did he hit billionaire? No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think he's quite so. there yet. I think he's almost there. That might be the payday. Yeah, he, he was in the conversation of like becoming a billionaire, but I don't think he's there yet. Yeah. And I don't know if you want to get into Kylie conspiracy Jenner was theories. A, isn't Kylie Jenner yeah. a billionaire or something? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. valuation. Yes. That's not her, actual that's, that's her company. Yeah, she doesn't have liquid, liquid money, but her yeah. company's valued at it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's the youngest billionaire in America. I hate it when people call her self-made, though. You can say yeah, like, that. Fuck off. Fuck you. My wife said that. I love my wife, but she said she's like the youngest self-made billionaire the other day, and I was like, you should fucking hit yourself with a brick. Like, what the fuck? With a brick. Yeah, like, it's just, well, just Kylie Jenner's self-made. Fuck you. Like, I just don't, like, oh, God. You can't even have the name Jenner and say self-made. And say yourself, exactly. Like, fuck you. It's like Paris Hilton saying she's self-made. or You know what I mean? stupid. It is stupid. That collective parental unit of the Jenner and Kardashian family. Yeah, you know what? Weeks of success. Those kids oh, had it all coming this, up. But bro, none of this would have happened if OJ hadn't have, hadn't have done what he did. Yeah. OJ Simpson is the is the originator of of reality TV now, and the birth of the, the celebrity of the Kardashian and Jenner. They'd family. still be wealthy. For sure, they, they were always well, wealthy. Well, they yeah. wouldn't be as famous. But they wouldn't they would, be famous. We wouldn't be yeah. where we are today. Hundred percent, it'd be no. different. Yeah. Did Chris break up with Rob because of the? Cause that's where I that's where my I get conflicted on this on the timeline. I don't line know. There. I just, don't know. But Rob Kardashian eye. wouldn't be Rob Kardashian. Yeah. No, but then she married publicly. Bruce Jenner, 
who that's was true. pretty big in that's the Olympics. True. That's true. I just well, don't. Bruce Jenner was, uh, I mean, American fucking Icon. staple. Yeah, yeah totally. I just, I just don't think that level of fame and pop culture would have hit if it wasn't for that when O.J. Simpson killed so Nicole saying, Brown. So you're saying O.J. is better. What's Brandy's brother's name? Ray J? Yeah, or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. so O.J. was a bigger factor than Ray J. Yeah. Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just I'm so saying. we can get our J's. That's exactly what I'm okay. saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. Exactly. That's, it's 100%. Hey, okay. hey, hey, watch that hey, tw- hey Twitter world. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to vote on Bronco or the sex tape. Where yeah. do you think, <laughs> what helped the Kardashians more? <laughs> I, I think it's the Bronco, bro. I think it's the I think it's the Bronco. <laughs> that fucking OJ man, you see him on these Twitter things and stuff. Hey, Twitter world. Is that how he opens things? Yes, yeah, so he opens like up and says, Hey, Twitter world, it's your boy OJ here. And he like, gets into his shit and it's like, oh. He talks about politics and football. And it's like, Ain't nobody want to talk to you or hear your shit, dude. He had a hot take about fantasy football last fantasy football season. And I oh, can't yeah. remember what it was, but oh. it was actually kind of funny. Are you excited also, for sports to come back? Uh, yes, yes. And no? No, no, all the way yes. I'm just sad that the first thing we had to watch was that shitty golf match yesterday. Uh, oh, I didn't see one. I didn't watch it. Um, was it, was it, how bad could it be with no people, though? It was, the best part it's was golf. when Peyton Manning started trolling Tom Brady. That was, you uh, know, okay. but you think with, like, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Tom Brady, like, all yeah. three of those guys are known for their shit talk, and Peyton Manning with his giant five heads, the one who comes out and starts slaying everything and fucking chirping everybody. Yeah. This is during a golf yeah, so yeah, it was, celebrity golf thing. Yeah, Tiger oh, Woods, and, okay. Tiger Woods, and Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson. Yeah, so I got to watch Tiger Woods win and Tom Brady lose on the same day. That's that is cool. that is a positive. <laughs> yeah. That is a positive. So, so what's? Do you guys know the recap of where we sit with sports? What's the deal? Well, like, the NHL is talking about doing a tournament. That's cool. And uh, I think the NBA is talking about going Final Four esque. Yeah, like yeah. March Madness esque and doing a tournament. And as apparently, well. there's a yeah. facility in Disney or something where they can all the teams go and play there. Well, for basketball. Yeah, yeah, and then um, there's a few cities vying for this NHL thing. Vancouver being one of them. Yeah, I believe Edmonton's one of them. Really? That want to do host this tournament because we've got the Pacific Coliseum, we've got the GM place, we've got that Abbotsford uh, uh, places. We've got a few. That's exciting. Places. If we could get that, it would be pretty wild. Um, and then the and then UFC is still going now with no crowd. I was excited for Mortal Kombat. Was anybody else disappointed oh. when Dana White did not get his private island? Yeah, I know. Me too. Right? Well, I, that, that, that idea just kind of fizzled into dust. I kept asking people, like, what's that? What's, where, where are we at with that? Well, it seemed to be, again, this one seemed to be generational because all of us who watched that shitty movie were all just like, oh, yeah, Dana White's going to buy a private island. It's going to be Mortal Kombat. This is going to be so sick. Yeah. Yeah. Jax is real. <laughs> and then, like, even, like, Rogan and them were talking about it when they were doing the commentary for the UFC. They're like, what? Somebody get me on this island. Dana, what's up with the island? Right? <laughs> Know some of the but um, is but, it weird to watch it without a crowd? Uh, it is and it isn't because if you ever watch UFC and if you if you're a fan enough to watch prelims mm-hmm. and the early prelims, no one's in their seats anyways. It's similar to that. Okay, you know when there's just nobody in the seats. The weird the weirdest part for me is the walkout when they walk out and there's nobody there to uh, just kind of. So they still do the whole thing. Though? One guy I remember one guy was like. There's no one there. One of his guys, when he after the fight, when he was coming back, one of the guys on his team jumped over the railing and like did it like a high five. <laughs> so he's obviously he's making a joke. It's yeah. Just oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> the, but the main fight, Justin Gaethje and um, Tony Ferguson. I heard wow, it was good. I heard it was crazy. Fucking just 
just a thrashing of each other. It was amazing. It was such a good fight. And it was really weird to not have crowd noise and stuff. And one thing that was odd about it, too, is some of the fighters were, like, getting tips from Daniel Cormier without... And Cormier didn't realize that he's commentating. And he's like, oh, if, if she would just press on his left knee, she, or on her left knee, she could get out of that guard position. So because her, they could and, hear and him. They could hear him. And they were and he's doing like, oh, it. Good idea, bro. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then one of the girls even thanked him backstage. She's like, yeah, I was listening. I could hear you. And it really helped me and blah, blah. And he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. I got to, like, <laughs> we got to watch how loud we are now. Oh, man. Oh, no, but there's like, a positive there. DC, when he retires, can move into coaching. Like, he already, he's proven he's got a track record. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I'm, I'm recently become a fan of UFC. And I've always been a fan of boxing, but now I've become more of a fan of UFC. I fucking love it now. Oh, it's I, amazing. Have, I have such a huge appreciation for it now comparatively. I used to look Look at it really barbarically, like, and it just goes like, I don't know, man. This seems just fucking insane. At a certain point, this is more when UFC in its early days, when like it was, it, it just didn't seem. It seemed crazy to me. I don't know. But nowadays, the athleticism of it. Now that I'm around professional fighters, like I really love that strategic element to it. Right, and now that I've learned more about boxing, like we were driving around and just like, yeah. just like learning about where no, it's not so much about what you do; it's about how you can expose others' weaknesses and how things move and stuff. It's just uh, that part I really identify with. All right, I can see that. You know, I like it. <laughs> I, was, I like it. I don't know what to say. There was no question. There's no. Fair, answer, fair, but fair I, enough. But I, was, I like what you're saying. It's the. Uh, uh, I guess I'm saying that uh, I'm a new new fan to UFC. But like hearing really hearing like experienced people talk about it is yeah. always like this like kind of an anomaly for me. Like I don't. Right. I have no idea like how pe especially to figure out what is like using people's leverage and bodies and how like someone can turn off of just like yeah. minimal effort. I'm yeah. always so blown away by it. I didn't realize that there was so much skill that went into so it. So much. It's amazing. It's fucking just a chess match um chess match is a good way of when i like yeah. i like for me what i really like about ufc is seeing how different people pull things together differently like the yeah. early john bones jones fights when oh, he, wow. i remember he had this one spinning back elbow, elbow knockout yeah. and it looked fucking janky and it's probably how it snuck in was because it was so outside the realm of what every fighter had been used to absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely i mean in the, he is an anomaly himself and just the way that he so effortless, effortlessly does things like that. Yeah. And just, you know, it's pretty amazing. He's a pretty amazing athlete. And um, so what's next for Download Doug? What's coming up? That's a loaded question. We have, well, what's next? Shit. Well, the big thing that you just did was the Download Burgers. That's at the American. We should tell people that, so right? So we got Download Burgers. I just looked at the date, by the way, not at the time, like I was getting bored or anything. <laughs> uh, we, got download, we got Download Burgers at the American. Um, uh, we've got uh, Catchweight Fish and Chips, which is our food truck parked outside of Resurrection Spirits. I've Speaking had of, Fish and Chips. They're delicious. Thank you. Speaking of boxing, that's my old boxing coach owns Resurrection Spirits. Oh, deadly. Um, and then... Uh, uh, Who's so we, that? Who's your boss? Uh, Brian Grant. He's one of the coaches out of Eastside with Dave Shook. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Jamie and has a boxing history as well. Yeah. We've always talked about it. Yeah. Dave is a polarizing figure within the community, but Absolutely. Brian's a very, very loved, yeah, yeah. loved guy. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so that was easy when we parked the truck and we moved fish and chips in with burgers at the American uh, during the pandemic. Uh, the barbecue, we just got going again. Big day barbecue. What's next? What day is Big Day Barbecue? Every second Sunday. So we did it uh, yesterday. We did about uh, 400 pounds of meat 
yesterday. And what do you do? What, so, yeah, take us through what, what, is, what does that look like? What's that whole day look like? Uh, it's a 48-hour day, for lack of better terms. We start <laughs> yeah. with um, a full, we work off a 500-gallon propane tank offset smoker. So it's a, a, a refabbed propane tank that we turn into the smoker like they do down in Texas. It's about mm-hmm. the size of the table. Um, we do a full round of pork butt, followed by a full round of brisket, followed by two full loads of ribs, followed by a full load of sausage. So usually like... Fuck yeah. Fucking insane, dude. Like, let's go. I'm down. So, um, but the next thing, it's up in the air. We might, we're working on a project called Mom's Dinner Table, which is uh, based around the comfort foods that we can't get. Um, My mom lives in Ontario, uh, so I can't get her cooking. So we want to bring that to people as a pandemic kind of pop-up thing. Oh, cool. And we're going to operate six days a week. On the seventh day, we're going to donate food to the single mothers of Vancouver who may not be able to either Sick. work because they're looking after their kids or because they're working, they can't cook the meals that they want to for their kids. That's so. amazing. You're great, man. That's and you're going to do that at your location on commercial? Right now, we're in uh, talks uh, with a buddy of ours for a location. If that doesn't work, we're actually going to go forward. We took over... Um, Around the corner from the Chicken Shack is an old vape shop. Okay. And uh, we took that space over uh, under the guise that we were going to use it to hold everything for all the catering and offsite this year. That's fucking gone. Uh, yeah. We were going to build a 20-seat bar. It's 800 square feet. And that's gone. Yeah. Uh, so we're just like, okay, if we can turn it into a production space and just launch the concept out of there as pickup, we can employ a couple more people. We can build the concept and we can help support single moms. So... For me, that's an easy one. And then we're having a kid. My wife and I. Hey, yeah. congratulations. Yeah, Thank nice, you. Yeah. man. That's, six, cool. that's what I was checking. We're six weeks out on that one. Oh, sick. Yeah. You're six weeks out from giving birth? Well, not me. <laughs> I know I look like it. Glad you corrected me because I hate fucking dudes. I hate those fucking dudes. That's yeah. about to sound word. I hate those fucking dudes that are like, we're four months pregnant. Yeah. And it's like, oh, bro, you need to sit down. Yeah, I did, I did about five minutes of work seven and a half months ago. Yeah, right, yeah. And then the hard work comes in a short period of time. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the big thing. And it's been the one upside to the pandemic for us is suddenly having a kid is not the hardest part of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm right. a lot less scared because, you know, our entire world shut down about two So, and ago. you guys have been mostly a takeout business anyway. Yeah. So, this has probably been not as crazy of making changes for actually for download location. We, we pivoted hard at the chicken shack. Oh, God, I hate that term. How many times have you guys heard the term pivot? With regards, to, well, no, with regards to business. Everybody's like, oh, I had to pivot yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Excuse it. Uh, but but we, uh, I grew up, I grew up, I was in Toronto when SARS happened and, um, it was obviously not the same as what we're dealing with right now, but in Toronto, it was really hammering the tourist tourism business. And I worked at two restaurants at the time. One took it a little bit more seriously than the other did. And the one that took it more seriously instilled the confidence in the consumer. So we made the decision to stay ahead and, I'd rather be called a crazy kook who went too far with safety than the opposite. And as a result, we we never closed. We stayed open the entire time. Uh, and we also, we were able to build up confidence in people that we would give them a safe place. Were you getting your chicken from those spots that had the crazy... No, uh, no, 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 no. 
Okay. Uh, they don't, those, those places aren't known for their organic birds. Uh, so our, you serve orga- organic chicken. Yeah, we serve, we serve the most health conscious, best quality, like product we can for fried chicken. I know it's an oxymoron to try. No, to but that's cool though, chicken, man. Like, I mean, um, I think that a lot of people, um, like I can speak for myself. Um, I'm not able to be vegan or vegetarian. It's just not my thing. I just not for me. Yep. But. I do like knowing that um, that the meat that I do eat can be, you know, that there's some sort of conscience involved in how it's prepared or how it's killed, essentially, yeah. or, you know, and just things like that, you know. So it's nice to know that. I mean, whether it's healthy or not, it's nice to know that you guys, you know, at least consider that. Or it's know. providing a paycheck, like uh, going to a local farm or something like that, right? Yeah, or whatever. whatever. Yeah, it's great. And, uh, you know, and the local thing is amazing of yep. course right i love that but um so on a personal note uh we put up uh um a picture of you on the social media today and uh yeah and um, i got a message uh, from uh, my bro demiano uh, like, speaking of vegans yeah right but he's not anymore i think Wait, he's what? back i think he's back to meat that's I think, awesome. I think he's back to me. Because yeah. when, when I opened up the chicken shack, I'm pretty sure he was still a vegan because he said he was going to come by, but obviously he... He was, yeah, yeah. For, for a long time. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was our mutual uh, bro, Milan, that got him into the whole vegetarian thing and all that because, you know, him and Milan have become really close and Milan is a hardcore vegetarian. <laughs> and I think that was part of it. But uh, regardless, um, Damiano is such a great guy and... and uh, you know, so when he was like, oh, yeah, dog, whatever, I was like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't know you guys knew each other. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, Damiano and I are really close, and, you know, you guys seem to be friends. That's cool. Yeah. But um, so what's the address for Download Chicken? 905 Commercial Drive. 905 Commercial, commercial Drive. That's fucking great, dude. Yeah. How do you not have, like, a jingle or anything, like, on the radio <laughs> or whatever, you know? Yeah. All that rings through my head is like the Pizza Nova. I, I don't know if you guys ever spent time in Ontario. Yeah, I grew up in Toronto, man. Of course, Pizza seven, Nova. Seven free sex, free sex, free sex. And I always got the English guy to say it because it was seven, three, six, three, six, three, six. But it oh! sounded like he was saying free sex. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Where are we at for time, Miguel? We got 10 more minutes. 10, 10 more minutes. minutes? Okay, we got a bit of time. What do you want to talk about? So, do you know Damiano's sister, Lena? Uh, you know what? No. I don't. So that's, I when I came up on commercial, like when we opened Merchants way back in the day, she was one of the first people I met. She owned the coffee bar. On yeah, the well, I shouldn't say I don't know her at all. I just, I'm not friends. With her. I know who she is and, you know, I've met her. But yeah. I don't know her, yeah. But she was like, she was like the queen of commercial. When yeah, I, yeah. I rolled up. So that's how I got to know, to know Damiano. Yeah. Uh, Do you know Rocco too? Uh, not as well. Yeah. Yeah, but, but yes. Because yeah. he's actually, he's usually on the drive more than Damiano is. So. Definitely, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, just down the road from you is uh, X9 Bikini, our favorite girls. I don't know uh, if I know who that is. Um, you would know the building if you uh, if you went by. I don't want to say it on air because I don't want to yep. you know, out them because they're a bunch of hot girls. They don't need any more stalkers in the area. Totally. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So, But, um, yeah, so, yeah, your location is actually great. And did you ever go to Nick's? Uh, yep. I went, I've been to Nick's and I know Paul who took it over who's doing Pepino's there as well. Well, how is it now? Uh, have you been since they did the reno? No. Okay, so this is behind the scenes restaurant. Like, the, the guy who 
who's going to do the wine list at Pepino's, he rolls in and he looks at the designer who's also a partner in the new concept. And he's just like, oh man, space is looking fucking dope. When are you going to get a new carpet? He's like, this is the new carpet. And that to me was exactly what it was supposed to be. They tried to leave it as close to the old Knicks or that feeling of like that old school style as possible. And I think they did a really good job. And what about the food? It's really good. Okay. Yeah, they was it was since they launched it was always really good. But um, a good buddy of mine, Phil uh, Scarfone, who was the chef at Nightingale. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, he was uh, Phil. Who was a chef at Nightingale, and um, uh, uh, he's now the chef of Pepino's and Savio. He was on Top Chef Canada, and he's he's putting out some incredible food from there. Oh, okay, deadly. Yeah. I always love the food at Nick's. Big portions, fucking like where just is this comfort place? pasta. It's right down by uh, near Hastings and uh, Commercial. Okay. Um, where the old New York theater was. And all oh, that. is it that little Italian restaurant yes. that's like that? And there's that, yeah, the York Theater yes. or something like yes. that? Dude, I'm always so curious about that place every time I drive by. Well, it used to be called Nick's. Okay. And it was, you know, big portion pasta. It wasn't like the best pasta, but it was good, hearty, giant cool portion. Too. Yeah. And then, but they had this cheesecake. <laughs> oh, fuck this cheesecake. It's like, as you know, as tall as this cup and just real light. You know, whipped with fucking berries. And just, <laughs> I'm pretty sure berries. they still have the cheesecake. The, you know what? That's the thing. It seems like that, that um, that's what I heard, that they still have the cheesecake. So they must get it off of whoever made it. Because originally there the woman that was at Nick's uh, was this woman named Rosa. Yeah. And she moved out to Port Moody and opened up Rosa's. Yeah. A little, you know, little Italian joint with the same cheesecake. <laughs> And but amazing fucking pasta, like I'm gonna have to eat there one day. It sounds awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, if if are they open? Like they're doing uh, just pickup and takeout right now. Mm, uh, pickup okay. and delivery right now. And what uh, are they called? Uh, Pepino Spaghetti House. Okay, yeah. Pepino Spaghetti House. I I would say that's like it's a spot worth getting like takeout from if you're feeling pasta one day. But the experience is about the room. The mm. room from Nick's to Pepino's is just like. It's that old restaurant feel that you don't get a lot of anymore. Yeah. Like, it's not clean and all white and, like, yeah. gold finishings. and Still got wallpaper and shit. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Dude, you know what? Uh, the place beside you guys, Kin Cow, yeah. is fucking awesome, too. Beside, oh. They're so good. Awesome neighbors have. You guys, like, the food on this place, it's like, oh, I could go download one day, Kin Cow the next, download one day, Kin Cow the next. What's Kin Cow? It sounds like Chinese or... It's a Thai place. Oh, it's a Thai place. Thai place. Like, legit Thai. Dude, it's so good. Their pad Thai is some of the best I've ever had there, and they've got these chicken skins. So there was one time the lineup was just too damn Oh, you had me order from there with the Mm -hmm. chicken skins Mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, it was good. And they give you a huge portion. Remember we talked about it? You couldn't can't get through the whole thing. I remember being in... I discovered them because I was... The lineup was just too damn big at Downlow. And going over there and eating, so it's cool. And it, I thought to myself, as like a business guy, when yeah, you're gentrifying, you're 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 turning the block up, man. Yeah. Well, and Terrence was already doing it. Terrence and Tang at King Cow were already doing a good job. Oh, of they course were, they, they were. were like holding hard. Like there's a couple other spots right in the hood where it's just like, huh, that's that's cool. That's interesting food. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I like Havana. Havana's good. Yeah, Havana's have you really been good. to New Havana? Uh, I don't know. Like last two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah, like it. Since they did the new menu? Yeah. Yeah, it's polarizing. I like it. Yeah, I like but it. But some people who were used to it because they used to do the hashes, which were those giant bowls of yeah. like. Those were good too. Yeah. You know? Because this is a little bit more composed, people aren't as. Yeah. Mm. I like it. it. I mean, 
they just make good fucking food there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good food on Commercial Drive. It's that Italian place uh, up uh, at Grant, I believe it is. Um, no. No, it's There's a bunch up. of pizza Marcello's, Mar- Marcello's is yeah. so fucking good. Oh, Their man. pizza is the best in town, dude. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. Love Marcello's. Yeah. So I heard that you guys run burgers and stuff on the one on Mondays or whatever because you can't get chicken on Sunday or something. We used to do that. Okay. So we used to run uh, burgers on Mondays because we couldn't get chicken. When we got the new space around the corner, part of it was so that we could do chicken on Mondays. Oh. So then we started doing chicken on Mondays. When the pandemic hit, uh, we didn't lay anybody off because of business levels, but we had a couple staff members who couldn't come out because uh, they were immunocompromised. They were scared. We fully supported them. Sure, yeah. Uh, so we just shut Mondays down. We're bringing them back, uh, not today or next week, but the following week. Monday should come back. So um, chicken seven days a week. Chicken, well, currently six, uh, but it will be seven. And when we did that, we also moved burgers down to the American. So we got burgers seven days a week. We got chicken seven days a week. Because some days I don't know what the hell I want to eat. So I just go to that restaurant to work that day. There you go. Yeah, good call. That's cool, man. I love that. Fuck yeah, me too. Well, I love all the food that you make, Doug. I I think you're you're a staple in the community now. I also love that uh, you got wrecked to do your logos. That was like... That was a Hail Mary that came through. Uh, We were talking about the launch uh, of the brand uh, with another buddy of ours, uh, PG2, helped do hip hop karaoke for Mm -hmm. years. And uh, I was like, man, be really cool if we could get somebody like Rec to do it. The one hope that I had was how much Rec liked fried chicken. Yeah, and uh, and he was game. And since then, he did. The, he's done the chicken. He did the burger guy, uh, and he did the fish for the catchweight fish and chips food truck. And to me, there's just something like I didn't. We didn't want an austere, soulless, boring logo. We wanted something with feeling and something that was a part of the culture. Uh, and then uh, we always try to use hand painted signs wherever possible as well. So yeah, I ben, love that. Yeah. Yeah. So Ben from Slice of Life around the corner, he's the guy who painted our chicken and our burger guy. Um, yeah. I just that feel that soul. Yeah. And that's what happens when sneakerheads open businesses. Yeah, straight up, right? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 empath- I love the fact that you do the hand painted sign. Remember, we were talking about that after I came back from New York. Yeah. Hunter Potter used to be. Uh, he'd be a sign painting guy and it's cool that, that that used to be a big thing back in the day in history You'd be like you have to get your sign painter. That was a job and now there's these sign creations I like bringing it back to hand-painted. There's something really yeah community based Yeah, the only the only place where we had to let that go was our actual menu because price fluctuations mm. yeah. That sort of shit's a little bit different. Like, Rick, we need you here <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> exactly uh, but everywhere else like all the rest of the signage it, with the pandemic, we had to put up signs in our windows. I, I'm so happy that owning a chicken shack means that colorful Bristol board everywhere is actually on brand and on yeah, concept. Yeah. Like it, it look might look ghetto otherwise, but it worked yeah. for us. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, Rec, Rec's awesome. And he's such a huge part of the community. I feel blessed to be able to work with him. No, I think the community's uh, the community is grateful to have you a part of it, man. You're doing a lot of big things in the short time that I've seen Down Low be there. So kudos to you, sir. Oh, I appreciate it. I just, yeah, man. I love it. We gave away, couldn't give away a pair of Air Maxes this year. That sucked. I want to do that again. 
Oh, you guys give away a pair of Air Maxes? That's last, cool. Last year on Air Max Day, we uh, gave away, uh, like we just did it on Nike ID, but it was custom colorway Sick. Air Max. And yeah. It said DL instead of Air. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we gave away a pair, and we were going to give away another pair this year, but I couldn't get anything uh, done with Nike ID. Well, dude, why don't you get an right. to custom paint you a pair? We got a guy that can, I got, I got a homie that can help you do a custom painted and make it the whole logo and everything. Stay tuned, everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like we're back on. <laughs> Deadly. I still like giving shit away. Yeah. Yeah. Let's on it. Okay, on that note right there, we are going to sign off. I want to say thank you so much, Doug, for coming. And everybody go check out Download Chicken and uh, the Burgers of the American and just uh, support local business. And uh, let's go straight support up. some uh, good people like this. And we really appreciate you having on. Thanks for coming, man. Oh, thanks for having me out. I appreciate it. Yeah, right on. Okay, yeah, we'll so definitely have you back, bro. I, yeah. I think you should talk to wifey. She's about to drop a new clothing thing. Uh, oh, let's, let's okay. so, 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 so she would be, she's the one. She's, okay, well, let's talk about that. Yeah. We'll chat. Okay. We'll chat. Yeah, we'll chat. Okay, so uh, on behalf of uh, myself, Jamie Jusifer, and Zach Menace, uh, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, hit the bell. Thumbs up. Do all the things. We appreciate you. See you later. Eat fried chicken. <laughs>